Hi, I'm Chantelle. And I'm Matthew. And we're founders of Fifth Place, where our mission is to make the world a better place by enabling the how. Welcome, Welcome to, to our Emotions, Emotions Matter, Matter Really podcast. In this podcast, we explore everything about emotions, feelings, and what it is to become and remain emotionally fit. We interrogate the taboo around expressing and talking about emotions and feelings. We talk about all those things we want less of, like stress, anxiety, and burnout, and the things we want more of, like sleep, calm, and self-care. Hi there, Chantel. How are you today? I'm doing fantastically, thank you, Matthew. And how about you? Well, that's lovely to hear. Yeah, I'm doing well, thank you. Excited to do another episode of our wonderful podcast. So, looking forward to that. And as we record this, it's in the run-up to what we here in South Africa call Freedom Day. And this is a day that is commemorated annually and celebrates the first democratic elections that were held in 1994 when South Africa became a democratic country. And so it got us thinking about freedom in general and how freedom impacts and affects our mental health and emotional fitness. Hmm, yes it did. And a good place to start an easy place to start is with a definition. And so a dictionary definition that um, I found was the following. Freedom is the quality or state of being free, such as the absence of necessity, coercion, or constraint in choice or action. Mm-hmm. Liberation from slavery or restraint or from the power of another. The quality or state of being exempt or released, usually from something onerous. Unrestricted use. And or the quality of being frank, open or outspoken. Well, I've got a few things to say about that, but carry on. There are lots of freedoms that we can come into contact with or clash with, such as freedom of expression, freedom of movement, freedom of speech, freedom of association, freedom of belief or religion, freedom of information, which includes freedom of the press, freedom of choice, and economic freedom. Now, I don't know about you, but depending on where you live, the political, cultural, and religious circumstances, as well as your economic situation, well, you'll have either more or less freedoms. And certainly what we've seen over the past couple of years is that our freedoms have been curtailed in many unpleasant ways. Being locked in, locked up, locked out, locked down, mm-hmm. socially distanced from loved ones, prevented from moving freely. All of these limitations brought with them sometimes severe emotional consequences. Mm. Yeah, you're so right. I'm not sure that we have fully comprehended the impact or consequences of the levels to which our freedoms were curtailed over that time. But what does freedom mean to you? For me, freedom is akin to sovereignty, 
personal sovereignty that is, so being a sovereign being, having autonomy over my choices, um, not having someone dictate to me what I can do or what I can't do, specifically as well when it comes to my being. And my being, is my body is part of my being, and so effectively my body as well. And we've seen many pushes in many guises to take away that freedom. And, you know, it's also, uh, it also comes with rather a high level of responsibility. There was a lovely quote that I saw the other day from Osho where he speaks about responsible. So able to have a response. And freedom for me is being accountable to my choices, but not necessarily being under the thumb, if you like, for whatever reason, in whatever sphere, where someone else dictates to me how I need to be, how I need to behave, and so on. Mm. What about you? What are your thoughts? Or what is, actually, not what are your thoughts, what does freedom mean to you? First of all, freedom to me is a feeling. When I connect to the word, I feel an openness in my body and around me. There's a sense of relaxation, a breathing out, a settling as well as a space to soar. But it's not completely unrestrained. There are boundaries that I can acknowledge and be within. Mm -hmm. It's also a head thing of the mind. I can think what I want. I have the freedom of my thoughts. No one can climb into my head and tell me what I should, must have to think. I can be and do whatever I want and then some in my head. Freedom for me is also a state of being. Of being able to be me without the constraints of opinion or culture or societal or work pressures. It is probably the hardest freedom because I think it requires great self-confidence a willingness to be vulnerable and to trust that no matter what, I'll be fine. I'll be okay. Maybe more than okay. Mm, I like that very much. And what it brought up for me, particularly the last bit around the culture stuff, is that often I think we find ourselves born into a space and we accept the boundaries of that space, good or bad, as being the full extent of the freedoms and someone who's on the outside of a particular culture or the outside of a particular religious group in, in an example may look in on that and see freedoms being curtailed and I think what happens then is that it's useful to cultivate a sense of awareness, self-awareness particularly and ask yourself, even though I am part of this culture or part of this religion, does it serve my highest good as a human being? Does it enable me to engage with other human beings to their highest good? And so I sort of put that out there as a question or something just to consider. Mm. Mm. That's definitely something to think about. So let's have a look. Because you know we're all about emotions and emotional fitness. What happens to us as beings, as human beings, when our freedoms are hampered or curtailed? Okay, let's consider what it must be like to be in prison. 
The very nature of being incarcerated, being removed from society and losing any purpose and meaning in life will put an enormous strain on one's mental and emotional health. Loss of autonomy, being separated from family, boredom, and the unpredictability of the environment will add to the psychological strain experienced. Prisoners can suffer from depression, anxiety, and PTSD. Some may have entered the prison with those particular issues, but many will develop them while they're incarcerated. Prison can also be a very violent place, and witnessing violence can result in a person being hypersensitive, hypervigilant, and having difficulty with emotional regulation, and sometimes even becoming suicidal. Then there's solitary confinement, which is a common practice in many prisons. And this has lasting negative effects on inmates, as, can you believe it, it can permanently change their brains and personalities. Humans are social beings, and depriving them of contact with others can cause pain that is similar to physical pain. Wow. Now, some people might argue, well, they committed a crime and this is their punishment, they deserve it perhaps. And it talks into that point I was raising earlier about being on the outside of a particular freedom being curtailed and looking in. Surely, if someone is in prison, it would be more beneficial to support them to become different or better human beings and actually essentially in some instances as you described maybe even make their behaviors worse mm, yes exactly it's a little bit counterintuitive actually and we're talking about jail but i know that being in lockdown for me felt like jail at times when we were confined to our living spaces with little or no contact with the outside world mm -hmm. and i know particularly the elderly were at risk our freedom of movement was curtailed. Even in some instances, our freedom of speech. Social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, closed down, blocked, and even deplatformed those who wouldn't tow what we call the official COVID party line. Mm. And I'm reckoning the emotional impacts of this are, is going to have far, far-reaching consequences. I think you're right. And thinking about freedom and what it means, let's look at the words of wisdom about freedom from some wise souls. You mean wiser than us? <laughs> Very much so. Starting with Nelson Mandela. Um, I think that's appropriate, being that we live in this country and that Freedom Day is around the corner. And he said... For to be free is not merely to cast off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others. Buddha said, No one outside ourselves can rule us inwardly. And when we know this, we become free. Hmm. And then there's Viktor Frankl, an Austrian neurologist and psychiatrist who was incarcerated in the concentration camps in the Second World War. He says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. 
in that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. Two of these men were incarcerated, Nelson Mandela and Viktor Frankl. And what they are saying is that even if our outward freedoms are curtailed, we still have control over our inner freedom. Mm. Poets, songwriters and artists have all weighed in on the concept of freedom. And songs, music are particularly powerful. As I say this and share this and think about it, you know, the Vietnam War movement and how it was predicated around music and musical protests comes to mind. And so I thought it might be interesting to have a look at some of the more interesting and memorable songs and lyrics that pertain to freedom. The first one is called Freedom by Pharrell Williams, and it's a musical tribute to the concept of free will. Freedom of choice and freedom of thought are praised as a red flower, and he points out how freedom is in every living thing in nature. He celebrates our freedom to decide who we are and what we are all about. Lana Del Rey penned a ballad called Get Free. And this is about breaking free from the controlling behavior, as well as the judgments of those around them. Chris Kelly's song, Birthplace, explores the freedom of living in the moment, free of the baggage of the past, attachments to others, and a self-imposed view of yourself. Juxtaposed to this, however, is the eventual yearning to settle down and make connections with others again. We can't really talk about music and freedom without incorporating the next two people. Firstly, Bob Marley. And there's a lovely song called The Redemption Song. And this refers to Marley's slave ancestry. And the lyrics go on to say, Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. And I have to say, as I was recounting those words, I could hear him singing them. The idea that although slavery has been outlawed, there were still biases, prejudices and beliefs that kept Marley's people enslaved. And the only way out was themselves to free their minds of this propaganda. And doesn't that just talk into the space that we often in, mm. infuse about, starting with ourselves? Mm. Mm, absolutely. Chimes of Freedom by Bob Dylan is an anthem to the oppressed everywhere. His last verse says, Tolling for the aching ones whose wounds cannot be nursed, for the countless confused, accused, misused, strung out ones, and worse, and for every hung up person in the whole wide universe. And we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing. The last song that we discovered may be interesting comes from a German metal band or rock band called the Scorpions. And as they were witnessing the enormous upheaval and change in Germany in the late 1980s, this song called Winds of Change was an ode to national and personal freedom. And if you're not quite sure what we're referring to, well, Effectively, the end of the Cold War, the unification of Berlin, the breaking down of the Berlin mm -hmm. Wall. 
and it's a little bit ironic that we seem to be on the cusp again of this Cold War view mm. and hopefully it's not going to get there. And what these and many others that have not been mentioned show is that freedom is a subject that spans many perspectives. I mean, from freedom from others, freedom from oneself, freedom from enslavement, freedom to be who you want to be. And interestingly, Isaiah Berlin distinguished between a concept of negative freedom and a concept of positive freedom. So negative freedom covers freedom from constraint and interference where positive freedom is the freedom to do things, the freedom that comes from self-mastery and self-realization. One of the things I've observed from time to time is that generally human beings want to be free, but they don't always grasp what that entails and what they need to give up in order to get that freedom. Maybe because we do need to relinquish a level of certainty or comfort that goes with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, for example, if there are these freedoms and we don't particularly like how they play out, maybe we don't like or agree with a philosophy or an opinion or a religion or relationship status, then we have to be able to allow the freedom or be able to engage in debate. But what we've seen recently is that people get censored, blocked, kicked off public spaces the whole debate around follow the science, but only some kind of science <laughs> comes yeah. to mind. And just because what people say or do doesn't fit the official or sanctioned party line doesn't mean that they should be deplatformed or shut down. We can't want freedom of speech or expression or association or belief or religion, but only if it fits our view of the world. As Nelson Mandela said, for to be free is not merely to cast off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others. And I know we've said this, but it's worth repeating. Mm -hmm. This concept of freedom is an interesting one. You know, sometimes having too much freedom can be anxiety-provoking. I think, you know, as human beings, we like some level of boundary or restriction. I think it makes us feel safe. And I reflect on how Chris Kelly felt that having all those freedoms was eventually just too much. He then eventually actually wanted to come back and be more grounded and more connected. And as we know, freedom comes with a responsibility. Mm. A freedom to, or rather a responsibility to consider others in our environment. And the more freedom we wish to have, the greater our responsibility. Mm, absolutely. And I do think people overlook that. You know, it's all very well to want the freedom, but to balance it out with, a, with an amount of responsibility. And this always brings us back to that place that it starts with ourselves. Some of us may feel completely constrained by life, our life experiences, our circumstances, our economic situation, our education or lack thereof. And these are all legitimate issues. But at the same time, it's only us who is holding us back. 
Indeed. It is our own mental imprisonment, our mental models, our habitual patterns of thought and behavior that keep us stuck and imprisoned. And as Viktor Frankl said, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. And this absolutely talks into our view on why building emotional fitness is so key. Because being emotionally fit allows you to take advantage of that space, almost to widen that space where you can choose a response. And if you feel stuck, for whatever reason, then you use shape of emotion to get unstuck, to deal with the difficult emotions and feelings. And then in that lies the freedom to be ourselves, to be more resilient, more resourceful, more patient, more relational, compassionate, all around better human beings. Mm. Yes. So I have to say I had fun doing this podcast, certainly learning and exploring the concept of freedom. And as we wind it up, as always, there's a poem. And what poem have you chosen for us this time? The poem I've chosen for today is Still I Rise by Maya Angelou. It's one of her most well-known poems. Its message of survival and liberation draws on her personal background and the African-American experience in the United States. Still I Rise is about overcoming oppression with grace and pride, having no sympathy for the oppressors or giving validity to the reasons for oppression. Well, I look forward to hearing you. Still I Rise, Maya Angelou. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with a certainty of tides, just like hopes springing high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard? Cause I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness. But still, like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean, leaping and wide, welling and swelling I bear in the tide. 
leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise into a daybreak that's wonder, wondrously clear. I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. Wow. I think that is such a fitting poem to end out, to celebrate this podcast that commemorates freedom, Freedom Day. So yes, rise and take the step to be free of whatever it is holding you back. And with that, it is time to say farewell. So from me, Chantal, be kind and be gentle to yourself until we see you again, until we meet again, bye for now. From me, Matthew, a reminder, be free and bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast and haven't already done so, please subscribe or follow us. You can also find out more about what we do by visiting our website, fifth.place. Yes, that's all it is, 5th.place. And if you wish to release whatever is in the way of you feeling free, we invite you to try out our emotional fitness class. You can find it by visiting our website and following the link to courses. Can attend an online emotional fitness class live as well on Inside Timer. And uh, as I said, if the time zone on Inside Timer doesn't work or suit you, then we have the recorded version. So many ways for you to become free.